Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. As you can see, the boxers are in the house. So I just have one question for you. Do you want some? Do you want some? Cause you're gonna get some. 365 days of sport. Yes, good evening. It is Beefy here. It is a new show to SEN. It is 365 days of sport, quite possibly and officially the greatest sports radio show on the planet. And my good buddy, my best friend, my companion, Mr. Rob Bryars, Auckland's answer to Kenny himself. He's in a band. He kind of likes sport, but uh, he's here for the ride. Rob, good evening. I have no idea which Kenny you're talking about, but uh, whoever it was, t- is it the guy of South Park? Is that where you go? And the guy uh, that's killed no, every episode? Is that the what guy that used me? to clean toilets. Oh, right. That Isn't Kenny. he Australian? He is Australian. Okay, yeah, that's we'll why you're him. Auckland. Oh, the answer. Okay. Auckland's I'm answer. already not listening. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I We're 10 seconds in and Rob's fallen asleep already. Well, it's so, an absolute pleasure to be here, can I say. Just two weeks ago, mega podcasters broadcasting yes. from my lounge. Riff Raff, down with the plebs, would you call it? Oh, the plebs. From the plebiscite? Yes. Yes, as we discussed just last we week did. on our podcast. But now, big time, SEN. Yeah. Uh, I see big money rolling in very soon. Oh, well, good luck with that. Mm. I think you could be waiting quite a long time. If you don't know who we are... Myself and Robert, uh, we decided to try and do something very different. We, we tried to go and see 365 different sports in the space of 365 days. Tried is the key word there. Tried. We, we really got, did try. We got halfway. We got halfway. Halfway is better than... No way. No way. Or not even we bothering. Made an effort. Yes. If there's some sort of intent in there. It was definitely... I, you know, I didn't really think through what was going to involve, to be honest, before I left. Yeah. I, I didn't think through the fact that I don't actually really like going to sports events. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. That was sort of going to be a part of it, I think, from the word go, wasn't it? I like AFL, cricket, rugby union. Yeah. But even going to the ground, I'd rather watch in the pub with the beer, to be honest. Yeah, I've got that feeling now. It's a little bit late for that, but um, you did get to see about 185 different sports, though, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, and I complained a lot. You did, About definitely. probably not going to the pub quite enough, frankly. Yeah, you definitely complained uh, about... But there were moments. Oh, we I'll had confess. some moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. certainly did. How do you reflect on the whole, upon the whole thing now, um, looking back how do I reflect as you move on it? forward? Uh, I think somebody said to me a couple of weeks ago, when me and you are about 60, 65, 70, we're going to have a lot of stories to tell Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. over that trip. And uh, uh, 25 countries, wasn't it? 400,000 kilometers just in six months. Yeah, just casual walk. Casual walk. Go for a bit of a stroll around the world. Uh, We went to Greenland. That was probably the highlight for me, getting to Greenland. Okay, that was the exact low light for me. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, get stuck in a blizzard with you in an apartment for four days. (laughs) Yes. This is a man who doesn't have great control of his bodily functions. Oh, thanks for that. And given the no sense of smell, he doesn't cop it either. No, that's it's it. only for those in and around him. Yeah. Yeah. So you are listening to 365 Days of Sport. It is a brand new show to SEM. Please give us a call, 94291116. Send us an SMS if you want to ask us any questions. Find out what Rob's doing in his life at the minute after only doing half of 365 mm-hmm. Days of Sport. 0433981116. I've put in intense preparation for this show. I hope you know. I watched Sheesh. about 20 minutes of The Bachelorette before I came here. The final <laughs> how, how survivor is, last night. How is Sophie getting on? She's, she's, I've, I really feel sorry for her. 
Again? There's just a bunch of chumps in there. I, I should be in there, frankly. I'm the one. Well, we know I'm the that. one for Sophie. You are the one. This guy, the same guy I was talking about the other day on our, our podcast yeah, show, yeah. Mr. Serioso. Oh, him, the vineyard owner. The vineyard owner yeah. guy. And they do this thing where they're bringing out, their family sent them items that are sentimental. Oh, to them. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets a piece of his blankie. Oh, no. From when he's three years old or how something. Old, how old is this guy? He's 32. Oh, wow. Looks a lot older, actually. Does he? Yeah, yeah, it's way older than stress. me. stress. I mean, I've got four years on him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he breaks down in tears crying because he starts thinking right about in front his, of all the boys about and, his and her about his blanket. He has to step outside, bawling, crying. Like, it's, mm. quite, it's not manly. No, definitely yeah. not manly. Yeah, not that we're like here to support uh, so, remember... anti-Beyond Blue or anything. <laughs> no, we're definitely not. Definitely not. Um, I did tell you, like, a couple of weeks ago, I, the intruder thing... That happened in the end, didn't it? It did happen. And you were surprised yeah. that it was going to I, I just knew. Yeah. Not that I've seen any of it, by the way. Well, actually, I, I just haven't watched enough Bachelorette no. in the past. Well, you actually, I was going to say this for later, but you actually made me sit through an hour and a half of Bloody Survivor last night. Well, we were doing stuff at the same time. I was yeah, multitasking. Yeah. 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 You were very distracted by the grand final. Survivor, Survivor qualifies a sport. We can talk about Well, Survivor we did. We did. Show. We actually did say that, didn't yeah. we? Is this sport? I think the Bachelorette's more sport. No way. <laughs> Survivor's got all sorts of there's physical activities, there's athletes, there are uh, all, all variety of misleadings. Yeah. Uh, strategy, manipulation. Strategy. If chess is a sport, Survivor's yeah, a sport. Is that what combo, you're saying? It's a combo of chess and all sorts of other utterly ridiculous things. Yeah. Oh, well. Mm. I'd rather not watch it, to be honest. Okay. Well, we'll uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know when next season starts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, okay. definitely. Hey, did you see about this? What? A Welsh rugby star missed a couple of games. He got injured. How do you think he got injured? Uh, he was doing like, he was having sex. Oh, no. No? Actually, that's the next story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Predictable. No. So oh. The Ospreys from Wales were playing in South Africa against the Cheetahs. Okay. He got bitten by a lion. He got bitten by a lion yeah. whilst on tour in South Africa. Yep. And he went on a little safari. They went to a game park, yeah. Yeah. Lions and, uh, are behind the right. cave, behind the bars. Yeah. Decided, oh, that looks like a cute lion. Yeah. I'll give it a pat. Right. Lion went. Is he from your neck of the woods, is he? Yeah, he definitely yeah, is. Welshman. Right guy? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Scott Baldwin got bitten by a lion while trying to pat right. it the day before a Super 14, okay. uh, Pro 14 Smart game. Option. Can you get rabies from a lion? Uh, probably not anymore. Uh, okay. Well, not anymore. Well, you probably could have What's in the good? past. You don't have the answer on this one. Sorry about that. Yeah, normally you got all the answers. <laughs> yeah, but uh, feline rabies probably is uh, okay. not at the top of my uh, uh, kind of mental oh, capacity. Do, do for next show. I'll, I'll look that up though yeah, while yeah. we're here. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he said to miss a couple of ga- a couple of games. He got told specifically. Mm-hmm. Not to pat the line. Right. So, yeah, so typ- jumped, typical Welshman. Not, not even jumped the fence. No, he put his hand through the through the fence oh, right, to pat right. it, and it just bit his ass. So is he out of the tour? He's, he's, he's missed the last two games due okay. to uh, an infection caused by right. a lion biting him on the arm. Sure. First man in history knocked out of a team due to lion bite, I'd Yeah, uh, apart from, like, in the 70s, the 60s and 70s tours of the British Lions to New Zealand, I think. Probably uh, a... Hey, hey, see, I'm all over yeah, that. Yeah, there it goes. The first one. Hey, oh, yeah. Gee, oh, Carl's on a ball tonight. I love it. On board. We've, we're only uh, 10 minutes in and Carl's already joining. Yeah, Fantastic. First love pun. it. First pun. Puns. All right. You, you just mentioned about uh, the sexual uh, exploits of uh, people. Mm. Yeah. I pa- possibly I getting injured. Is, is there something with bowel movements after this one? <laughs> you got to listen to our podcast for that. They're regular bowel stories. Right. Yeah. Um by the way, we do have a Facebook page. If you look up 365 Days of Sport Radio, all our previous shows are there. You know, just in case you didn't know, 
we've been kind of been doing this stuff underground for the past seven months. So we uh, we've done about uh, what what show number is this really? It's number one well, on SEN, but one for you lot. It's about 34. thirty-four for us. Yeah, so yeah. we've been doing it seven months. So there you go. So we have a lot of poo stories. We have a lot of kind of bodily function mishaps and things like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not behind a lot of this research. It's sort of you know, but just, you don't just, do any research. I, I do no work. I yeah. sort of get what's coming. Really. Yeah, that's it. Anyway. Premier League football star Isaac Success, what a name, <laughs> Isaac Success, is arrested after demanding £2,000 back from four prostitutes after he downed two bottles of Baileys and then flopped in bed. It's, oh, because he couldn't... He get, couldn't perform. He felt... He yeah. blamed them. Yeah, he blamed the girls. There's going to be all sorts of sexist issues going on, well, feminism issues. He actually claimed they weren't hot enough. Oh, well, that's going to go down very well. Yeah, 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 right. What a great name, though. Isaac Success. It's like, uh, who was the carriage driver? Boyd Excel. Boyd Excel. That great, names, yeah, yeah. great names, great names. Did you say he was from India? No, well, he's actually, uh, I don't know what country he's from, actually. Um, he plays for Watford, so it's in the English Premier League. Right, sorry. Um, so, Where did I get India from? I don't know, Not man. You're just dreaming again. Okay. Um, so, a Premier League footballer was reportedly arrested after an angry bust-up with four prostitutes who he accused of cheating him out of £2,000. Watford star Isaac Success, only 21, I love oh. the way it says, only 21, yeah, yeah. Uh, is said to have boasted about his £30,000 a week wages mm-hmm. to the girls after meeting them in a strip club right. in London's West End. Escort Alexis Demerge claims the payer paid her and three other women £500 each to party with him at the luxury Sopwell House Hotel in Hertfordshire. Okay. So it's going well so far. Yeah. Uh, But Success, who has scored just once in 19 Watford appearances, was later arrested in the hotel after police were called and an allegation of assault was made, according to The Sun. Okay. Mr. Merge, 24, said Success angrily demanded his money back after he had downed two bottles of Bailey's liqueur. Mm. She told the son, he accused us of ripping him off and asked for his money to be refunded. It was terrifying. He had paid four of us £500 each to party with him and we all got naked. Listen to this. Mm. As soon as the money came through on our phone bank accounts. Oh, well, that's quite efficient. <laughs> Prostitutes today, okay. Rob. Sorry, sorry, that was... The, the assault was yet to come? Or the well, this is it. Uh, basically, there's no actual record on the assaults because mm. a spokesman for Hertfordshire Police confirmed they are investigating an allegation of assault reported to have happened at 6.30am on... Right, but it's all a on, bit dubious, yeah. is it? So, yeah, nobody's claiming so, anything. He's not sounding like a moral man at this point. Not when you're 21. He's, nah, he's not making a lot of uh, decisions that will cast him in a, a positive light. Yeah. He's not, I mean... At least he's not saying. Do you reckon he's all about the money? Do you think he's a bit of, a bit of Bernie? Well, if you if you <laughs> a bit of Bernie Tomic. Yeah. Um Well, if you're telling people you're making thirty thousand mm. a week just for playing football, then yeah. uh, I think he probably has got a bit of Bernie I, I, about Bernie him. Bernie hasn't gone obviously down the prostitution path like that. Well, though, not that he? we know of. Okay, he probably just pays up. Yeah, knowing Bernie, well, I'm sure he? there's reporters on it as we speak. Yeah. He's probably uh, still pushing that uh, boat out. Sure. Um, it is claimed success admitted to police he paid the girls for sex and was put in handcuffs while claiming he had been cheated out of his money. The hotel then booted him out, and Success, who signed for Watford for £12.5 million in July 2016, told his bank to block the payment to the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. A representative for the player strongly denies the allegations. Mm. Well, it sounds like quite the episode. Yeah, well, what if you I drink say? two bottles of Bailey straight from the bottle... Yeah, and that's after everything else that's already happened... It's going to do some damage. That can happen with Baileys, though. Can if you, it? If you get on a roll, yeah. you've got the ice on there, and you just get 
just keep going. Through it. It does keep is it going. one of those ones that t- just Bailey's just tastes so good you just get a more? Is it uh, Moorish? Yeah. In fact, but in Fiji recently with the old man, he got on a roll with it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, but he's a bit old these days, so he paid for it the next day. Talking about roll with it, this is a Stevie Ooh. Winwood reference. More yeah. Tom Petty died. How's that? Being a musician, rock yeah. star extraordinaire. How do you feel about Tom oh, Petty? Oh, I mean, no, you never. That's very sad, isn't it? Of course. I mean, if you look at say the Travelling Wilburys, of course. Oh, I love I, the I mean, how many? There's only one of them left now. Uh, right? Jeff Lynne from ELO. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, George Harrison gone. Or Orbison gone. Uh, Tom Petty gone. Who yeah. are we missing? Just the guy he said. Uh, there's only four of them. Tom Petty. Oh. Um, Bob Dylan, he's still going. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just That's quite amazing that I don't Bob think... Dylan's still going. <laughs> What's right. he knocking on these days, do you reckon? It must be 75, surely. Yeah. It must uh-huh. be around that time. But um, So uh, Tom Petty's from Gainesville in Florida, or originally from. So uh, Florida Gators, it was their hometown uh, homecoming game. So in the, you know, like the seventh inning stretch yeah, yeah, yeah. in baseball, they do uh, take me out to the ball game. So in, in between the third and fourth quarters, they decided to do a little bit of a Tom Petty tribute Great. Uh, to celebrate. So 90,000 people doing I Won't Back Down. Love, love stuff like that, wouldn't it? You know, sometimes tributes can go really well. And when everyone joins in and takes it like it is, it's you know, proper tribute. There's no better way to do it like that. And, and uh, of course, what happens, all the bands start doing Tom Petty covers and everyone yeah. them. And eventually, some prat will start turning on them and saying, oh, oh, oh so you're going to do a Tom Petty cover now. <laughs> Tom yeah. Petty yeah. Where were you before when Tom Petty was? Uh, yeah. like, oh, that? like when David Bowie died. Well, exactly. It, Everyone claimed then to be a Bowie fan. You can. Well, I think he did have quite a few fans. Oh, Bowie, I would have yeah. thought. Yeah. Reasonably well-known guy. Yeah. But uh, it's, I think it's quite. It's apt for people to yeah. remember and play them into whatever you want. Go it's amazing. It. Um, yeah. You look into Tom Petty's back catalogue. It's huge. Like it's absolutely phenomenal. There's probably probably songs of his that are his. I don't know his. Oh, okay. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a bit of a singles guy with uh, Tom Petty, unfortunately. Don't know the albums and back catalogue well. Story of your life, Rob. Bit of a singles guy. Uh, anyway, talking about... Is that two for you? <laughs> hey. hey. Yeah, that's it. A uh, friend of the show, Nick Kyrgios. Yep. He's in the news again. We Good. love Nick. He's never short of... Uh, it's like Donald Trump, isn't it, to comedians? Yeah. Nick Kyrgios to... I think uh, I might have seen this one. Well... What he did in Shanghai, last year he went mental at Shanghai. He just went crazy and started smashing balls about and walked out yeah. and accusing people of uh, being rude to him. Anyway, so um, he basically lost a tiebreak in the first set of a match. So because he lost a tiebreak in the first set, he decided that's it, had enough. Yeah, walked on. up to the net, shook the guy's hand, walked off. He can do that? Well, there's no claims of retirement or anything. Like he, he just sort of said, retired, well, can't be asked. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Uh, he claimed he was a little bit sick. Okay. He didn't sleep. Like, night before, he had a tummy upset. What, did you not have more respect from him if at the media conference he said, how, what, what happened there? I just couldn't be asked. Would you respect that more, do I you think, think it, than saying you were sick? Because, at least he'd be honest then. Mm. Because all this crap about, uh, basically, um, you know, I had a stomach upset, I wasn't yeah. feeling right, didn't really sleep. Because yeah. that's rubbish. He just couldn't be asked, like you say. How did I miss this one? Well, I, only, I didn't, I didn't see this, because I saw him, I thought he'd done quite well at something. 
Well, he did last week. He got the final, lost to yeah. Nadal, and That's then right. this week, first round of the Shanghai, whatever it is, Shanghai Masters, and um, yeah. Any explanation for deterioration of mental state or anything like that? <laughs> I don't think Nick's got any no. real. Uh, um... He, was, he was just due. <laughs> he was just due. Yeah. What? He has one good week, one bad week, <laughs> one good week, and then he's, it's a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Nick the roller coaster, Kyrgios. Anyway, he says because uh, Kyrgios caused controversy at this same event, the second year in a row, twelve months after serving an ATP tour ban after showing a lack of effort mm-hmm. uh, in a second round match against Misha Zrev, Zrev, and arguing with the umpire and the fans. So, uh, basically, Kyrgios could find himself in hot water again if he does not have a legitimate explanation for his decision to retire after losing the first set of his opening round match, 7-5 on a tie-break. Sure. So, uh, he apologised on social media, said, Guys, I want to apologise to the fans in Shanghai and those that watched around the world on TV today. I've been battling a stomach bug for all of 24 hours, and I tried to be ready, but I was really struggling on the court today, mm-hmm. which I think was pretty evident from the first point. So you think he was going to try and do a three-setter, and if he could do the three yeah. yeah. as soon as he lost the tie As soon as he lost the tie yeah, yeah. Yeah, He so. says, and then chimed in again, oh, my shoulder started to hurt yeah. in the practice, which didn't help either. Once I lost the first set, I was just not strong enough to continue because I've not eaten much in the yeah. past 24 hours. So, Well, who knows? And then, this is classic Bernie Tomich style as well. I'm hoping to be okay for the doubles later on, and we'll make a decision tomorrow morning. Yeah, because yeah, cha-ching, yeah. I get paid for I'm that. I'm glad he had a plan for how lazy he was willing to be. <laughs> like, yes. You know? Yeah, when he goes, so I'll get to, if I get through the tie break, I'll continue. If I don't, then that's definitely yeah. enough effort for me for today. Yeah, no, that's yeah. it. So, uh, is Bernie in the, to- in the tournament? No, I don't think so. I Are think they doubles partners these days? Uh, probably. They, they should, should be. be, yeah, they that's right. They definitely should be. That's it. That'll be brilliant. No, that's it. So that's uh, that's kind of a brief look at the news. But uh, yeah, he got booed off court. Did he? he did, the fans weren't happy. He didn't. He did Davis Cup though, didn't he? Uh, I think so. Yeah. 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 Did he, they lose? I suppose it rejuvenated his. Uh, oh well, Leighton Leighton would have been in his ear because yeah. he wasn't a tennis player either that's in his like, early so in his they, career, they took, was he? They took her off him for five minutes. He says, uh, "Yeah, yeah, I'm out. I'll see you." Hey, just before the break, we really, we've got to thank our sponsors, Masita. Mm. Yep. They are the greatest, the best, yeah. the most awesome sportswear company in Australia. If your soccer club wants sponsors, wants cheap quality gear, get in touch with masita.com.au. They are the best and up-and-coming sports brand in Australia. They'll even bring you sponsors like Samsung, TCL, Hewlett-Packard, Make It Mind Finance. Get in touch with Masita. They will look after your football club or any team sport the UK to play in, they're the boys. Are they? Oh, oh we done, we're done. We're going on the break. We are, were. Are, they, are they giving us the big dollars? Is this, oh, this where it's going to come from? The big dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. How much did you actually negotiate with SCN in the end? What are we getting there? Just we, write your own check, Rob. Yeah. Write your own check. That's great. It's rubber. Well negotiated. I know. I, I was your... expecting nothing. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just good. Keep, expecting keep expecting that, and you're that? well okay. on the way to success. Okay, sweet. like Mr. Success from Watford. Yeah, great. Right. I'm <laughs> yeah. glad. Well, you're definitely the more business savvy. Well, tell you what, if we're gonna if, we, us, if so we're gonna well make done. some money, we better play yeah. some ads. All right. Yeah. Good thinking. Yeah. 365 days of sport. That's right, you're listening to 365 Days of Sport with Beefy and Rob. You're on the home of sport in Australia, SEN 1116. Remember, you don't just have to listen to 1116am on the radio or in the car. You can download the app. If you want to hear me and Rob chat absolute rubbish, whenever you, wherever you are in the world, 
Download the app or log in online, www.sen.com.au, and you can listen live to whatever we're doing. What are we, what's, what are we doing, Rob? Yeah, well, rubbish is the operative word. Because coming up next, we have got a segment called Worst Song in the World. Just before we do, I've got to mention that uh, uh, Brett Phillips, yeah. SEN's own Brett Phillips, has messaged in to let us know that Nick Kyrgios has been fined uh, twelve thousand, twelve and a half thousand dollars. Yeah, a payment? No, twenty-seven thousand plus another twelve and a half thousand dollars. Gee, that's a tough that's day a, in the court. A, so 39500 yeah. dollars for Nick. I wonder if he put that part into his plan or not. I have no, no idea. Probably not. Anyway, do you reckon he'll have a thirty-nine thousand dollar blowout like Bernie? Well, he's uh, well, his is fifty, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? it was, so yeah. he's, got, he's, got, he's got another eleven to work to work with. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, sweet. Okay, so worst song in the world. So it, over the years, there's been many, many occasions where. Musicians have teamed up with sports artists, or sports artists have had an, had an attempt at writing a song, yep. doing music, and very often the result is an absolute disaster. Yeah, true. So we've just been, I mean, we've already gone through about 30 or 40 oh, of must these be songs. At least, yeah. We're trying to put together a, almost a chart. We're trying to put uh, of a the mix, best worst song. Yeah, and, or a mixtape. Mm. One of the, uh, you know, Hits 86 yeah. type uh, mix album of these worst songs. That's what we're doing. So yeah. how it works is if it's at, if at number one, it means we actually genuinely hate it. Yes. And we dislike. So at the moment, it's Serena Williams. With or whatever, Lewis Hamilton. And then Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton came yeah. in second, although pretty neck and neck. For yes, actual, that's right. Actual genuinely dislikable effort. But then we had other ones that are actually quite a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the uh, the 1972 Ash- cricket Australian Ashes team. Yeah, great They one. did that... Uh, wasn't Here it? come the Aussies. That's right. Da, 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 da. That was a great one. Playing through the English rain and yeah. all that. Yeah. yeah. We like that one on. There's a Chelsea one. Chelsea, Chelsea. <laughs> Sugs from Madness, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. So there's been some, so some there's been very some good belters. bad songs in there. So this is, it's, these songs have got to be sports related or done by sports stars. We had Hulk Hogan doing The Gambler at one stage. Yeah. That was uh, quite funny. He didn't have a great feel for rhythm. No. He was just sort of, uh, it was a cappella. There was no music going. No, he was just... Just going for it, so really. a gambler, brother. It sounded like that. <laughs> yeah, hey, brother. Yeah. Um, so this one, this one I found, this is, um, it's called, simply, the Rugby League song. That's it. The greatest game of all. That's putting it on quite a high pedestal. Yeah. It's saying the, the one and I only. Know. It's like that Mama Dalla with the one name. He yeah, was in Bangladesh. the prophet. It immediately makes it very grand. Yeah. So this it? is the Rugby League. It was uh, released in 1981. I'm not... not Hundred percent sure why it was released in nineteen eighty one, whether it was a special occasion sure. back then. Uh Danny McMaster. Is he a player or He's a comedian allegedly. Okay. I can tell you, I've just logged on to Danny's website. Danny was born in Brisbane. His family moved to Mudraba on the Gold Coast when he was four years old, where his famous father, Wallaby, Bob McMaster, was mine host at the equally famous Wallaby Hotel for the next twenty seven years. Mm-hmm. So there you go. His first big love comedy was never too far away from his thoughts, and he wanted to be the next Danny Kay. But it was Impressionists who fascinated him. How would you change your voice like that? Anyway, performed live in Talent Quest. Loads of major TV shows in the 80s and 90s. Um, he, was, oh, he was the voiceover guy on the Nine Networks, Australia's Funniest Home Videos. Well, that's a huge achievement. There you go. Yeah. There. He's, he's the guy who kept making the gags about someone getting hit in the nuts. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so this is one of our worst songs in the world. This is the Rugby League song. Gearing up for the action the feeling's still the same You've got butterflies in the stomach but the mind is on the game Play this game of rugby league Some folks would think you're nuts But it takes a lot of skill And just plain old-fashioned guts 
So whether you're on the cricket ground, Lang Park or the bush, you've still got to run, you've still got to tackle, and the scrums have got the same push. You give it some, you give some more, and you really give your all. Playing rugby league football, it's the greatest game of all. Oh, there's nothing like the spectacle of a test match in full roar, with the forwards charging, backs are skipping, running at full ball. The ponies and the kiwis and the frogs all play real keen, but we take on all comers and Australia reigns supreme. So whether you're on the cricket ground, Lang Park or the bush, you still gotta run, you still gotta tackle, and the scrums are not the same push. You give it some, you give some more, and you really give your all. Playing rugby league football, it's the greatest game of all. Get the the gist of that, Rob? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I can't say it's thoroughly hateable or anything like that. It's kind of just, it's a very run-of-the-mill one. It is run-of-the-mill, but I think, uh, for me, the worst song in the world because it's rugby league, and if you don't like rugby league, you're basically not going to like the song. Oh, right. You're talking about the lyric content. Oh, both. I was, I'm paying attention to more of the tone, the delivery. Yeah, yeah. I noticed there's a couple of lines where he's trying to fit an extra syllable in. <laughs> really? It's like on, on uh, Love Actually when he's singing that song. If you really love Christmas, come on and let it snow. Oh, yeah. You know, he changed. Yeah. He couldn't fit the Christmas, oh, that, extra, right. just yeah. that bit of extra syllable. Uh. throws out the whole rhythm of the, of the thing. Yeah. So that's what he did there at one point. Like, I can't remember exactly what it was. But that was the one part that stood out for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is Easily. that too deep for analysis? That's very deep for you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. But you're the Playing musician. Attention. I just like the bit where he goes about the pommies, the kiwis, and the frogs. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Aussies reign supreme, and that was uh, interesting. Well, Could you get away with that nowadays? Call, is that not politically correct to call them frogs. the frogs? Is that, I thought that I was like know. just a random, normal slang yeah, well, sort of term for the French. Is it not? Well, it kind of is random, Frenchy. randomly slang, yeah. Didn't they even have a frog on their emblem one point? <laughs> no. no. Oh, it's because they eat frogs, isn't it? <laughs> Frog's legs, yeah. Yeah, frog's legs. Not even frogs. Oh, nah. No. It's just the legs. Just the legs. Oh, very terrible uh, animal rights he... activists. You've got to use the entire animal. Yeah. I wonder why they don't eat the rest of the body. Uh, there's poisons ones in there. Yeah. Toads. Probably I've not frogs. I've never actually had it. I've no, had I've never snails. had it either. Yeah, yeah, me too. I don't I've... mind the snails, actually. Quite tasty. Yeah, a bit of uh, garlic, basil, yep. lots of oil in there. Yep. I had that one up in uh, Montmartre. Oh, oh that's outside with my uh, oh. red wine. I was, uh, Beautiful. Red, red wine or white wine with snails, Rob? I had red, I think. Did you? I don't uh, really have white. Don't right. you? No. Are we going to get into everyone's favourite sporting segment? Is that coming up now or is that coming up a bit later? What's going on? No, no, no. Yeah. Everyone's favourite segment. Everyone's favourite segment. So you might have guessed by now when you're listening to this show. I know it's the first time on SEN and uh, most of you haven't heard it before, but we split the show up in segments. We do kind of worst song in the world, which you just heard. Later on, it'll be Facts of Life. Uh, what else are we doing tonight? Uh, so you want to be a world champion? That's a, oh, we love that. Mm. Uh, there's guess that guest eventually we'll do. Yeah. So we got all these weird segments we do. We try and pick and choose, but this is one of our favorites. Greatest sporting benders, here we are, SEN triple one six. Look out, Whoa. Is that professional. Oh. Uh, we've got uh, Carlton Palmer. Carlton Palmer, English football. So let's explain the idea here is we're right behind athletes skinning out and giving it a nudge. Yeah, I'm sick of a football player 
has a beer in a pub and ends up on the front page yep. for no other reason than he had a beer in a pub. Yeah, exactly. It's completely ridiculous. Yep. We want to bring back the old school. We want to bring back, you know, the guys who used to go out, smash it, often before the game. Yeah. Even during some of them. Yeah, yeah, true. And can still perform to a high level yep. and bring sport down to a level where it's fun again. Yep. Exactly. And Take not the pressure off. With money, pressure, media, and all this rubbish. Yeah. We always want to have a bit of a laugh. No, exactly. So uh, this is our tribute, so to speak, of professional sports people misbehaving, misbehaving, getting on it, doing something just a bit, you know, going to excess, drugs, alcohol, uh, sexual favors, sexual mm. uh, conquests, just whatever the whatever they want to do. So who we got? English footballer Carlton Palmer. He right. says, I stopped boozing, it became a crusade. And guess what? I started to play S-word. Scheisen. Scheisen. Yeah. That's what I'm after. Yep. This is a, this is a story he's written from his book. This is from the, from the first person he's reading this cool. from his own perspective. There is a story about my drinking that in some roundabout way describes how I feel about booze. I was playing for Southampton. I still lived in Sheffield. I was catching a flight to Southampton after a game against Leeds. Oh. That sound right? Yeah. I was traveling with Egil. Is that Egil? E-G-I-L. That's his first name, Egil. Oh, okay. Oh, Egil. Egil, Egil? Ostentad. Egil. That's it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Egil. Yeah. I was traveling with Egil Ostentad, a yeah. teammate at the Saints. It was Monday morning, and as was my custom, I spent Sunday boozing. The session had been a long one, and I was still pissed. Oh, he might, I probably should use slang. No, that's all right. Name. That's fine. Hammered. You're just reading it. Hammered. Yeah, yeah I'm reading it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I boarded the plane. 30 minutes into the flight, there was a resounding bang like a muffled gunshot, and the plane lurched badly before setting itself, albeit awkwardly. It was clear something was wrong. It turned out that one of the engines had failed, <laughs> and we were told to adopt the crash position. Nice. Egil was whimpering Ooh. next to him. His wife was expecting a baby, and he thought his life would end then and there. As we sat in the cabin, leaning forward with our hands clasped round our heads, I started to talk to him. You're going to die, Egil, I said. <laughs> We're all going to die. And you don't drink, you don't shag about. You've had no fun and you're going to die. Here in this plane, your life will end. I don't care, Egil, I've enjoyed my life. Have you had a good time? I've had a good time, but not you, sober, serious Egil. <laughs> I can, yeah, he continued mocking the guy. And when, uh, when landed a few moments later, uncomfortably, though, without incident, the plane was surrounded by fire engines. So it's all right in the end. Thank God, said Egil. Sorry about that, Egil. I chuckled. I couldn't resist. No, that's a bit man. That's yeah, a bit it's a bit mental, tough, isn't it? I mean, there's, I understand the British sort of sense of humour <laughs> where, you know, it's all make, make fun of when things are dire. Yeah. But that's taken it to a new level. He that's was one. Like, Aggie Lawson's that was uh, Norwegian as well, so he would have been a bit straight-laced. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, said, he said no problem, apparently, he managed to say without being convincing, though. Yeah. Now, if there had been evidence that boozing had an adverse effect on the way I played, I'm pretty certain I would have stopped or modified my behaviour. But apart from one or two incidents, I believe that regular controlled drinking and occasionally getting hammered did not hurt my career. I can't speak for others. One time at Leeds, Howard Wilkinson invited... Who's Howard Wilkinson? Was he was he a manager, manager, like coach, yeah. Okay. Howard Wilkinson invited me in his office and asked me to sit down. Whenever he asked someone to sit, you knew there was an issue. Ooh. Carlton, I've got to ask you. Yes, boss. I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I will try not to. It's about drinking. Have you ever thought about not drinking? Nah. <laughs> Straight up, nah. <laughs> Maybe it's something to think about. Why should I think about not drinking? 
he thought to himself. Wilkerson thought otherwise and said not drinking was something to consider as a player. Then he gave me a list and it concluded things and it included things like playing better, regaining my England place and prolonging my career. As he was talking to a family man with financial obligations, he obviously moved on from yeah. You know, had things changing in his life, and he pressed, so he pressed all the right buttons. I was willing to consider anything that would enhance my person, my professional footballing life. I tried to abstain from alcohol, and being me, I went pal mal at abstinence. I embraced a regime of sobriety. I try, I dried out hard. I trained hard. I turned not drinking into a crusade. And guess what? I started to play rubbish. <laughs> the more I didn't drink, the worse I played. When things didn't get any better, I started to fret. Wilkinson dropped me for a game against Man United, and the first time in my life, it was the first time in my life this had happened, and I found myself playing in a reserve match. He called me into his office again. Sit down, Carlton. I sat down, sullen. I'm sorry about this, Carlton, but you're not playing well. I know. What's going on? I don't know. I'm training hard. Everything's going fine except on match days. You're doing anything different? Just one thing. What's that? I'm not drinking. Are you sure? Not one single effing drop. <laughs> You're certain? Yeah, trust me. He got out of his seat, went to the fridge in his office, pulled out a can of lager and said, there you go, Carlton, see if that helps. Oh. And he regained a spot in England. That's it. In the England team. That's it. So, so he... that is an example yep. of when you've got to know, have a balanced life. Yeah. You can't just be boring, run-of-the-mill, doing nothing all the time. It's all about routine, Rob, isn't it? Routine, fun. You're a young man. Yeah. Yeah? Young man. Young man, indeed. Young man with lots of money. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, yeah, you gotta, you got to have some fun. You, you put more and more pressure on yourself. If you you know, trying to do things differently, if you're trying to abstain, which is tough, mm. as I well know. <laughs> the only interesting about this guy is I did look him up afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And he might sound like he's a bit of a larrikin crazy guy. Yeah, he was this, a little bit, yeah. But when I watched him interviewed, he seemed very straight. Oh, okay. And some of the comments sort of backed that up afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So this guy's Dan here from Ireland. So on the verge of death, he started berating a man beside him about being sensible and telling him he had wasted his life. No, sorry, this isn't true. <laughs> yeah, he just thought it was rubbish. Didn't yep. want to know about it. Any other uh, comments? Someone wrote a guy who's called Yes, So What. He calls oh, himself. Yeah. He yes, wrote, So What. Who cares? I don't. Oh, oh, well, that's worth it. That was worth jumping on the internet to make that comment. He's made SEN radio between (laughs) 11 and 12 on a Wednesday. Yeah, so what? Well done. Well done. There you go. All right, we're going to hit to a break. You're listening to 365 Days of Sport on 1116 SEN. 365 Days of Sport. Do you want to be a world champion, Rob? So long as I don't have to try very hard, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's your that's, key. <laughs> that's your uh, moniker in life, isn't it? Yeah. As long as I don't have to try too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So this section, so you want to be a world champion, is about you taking the reins, finding an event, an mm. official world championship of something, yep. doing probably the least amount of, you know, you don't need any talent or skill yes. or general knowledge or whatever, you can just go up to an event, yep. you might get lucky, and you might be... But there's more than that, there's more criteria champion. than that. I don't, I don't want to be physically harmed. Yes. I don't want to have to get wet. I right. Don't, I don't want to have to get changed. Yeah. I don't have to climb a mountain. 
Oh, yeah. There's lots of things I'm not willing to do. Okay. Um, I'd like of some sort of pub to be nearby. Yeah, you generally do like a pub to be nearby. Yeah. I'm not Even sure. Even the event in the pub works. Well, they, they we found quite a few of those in yeah. the pub in the UK of yeah. uh, World Championships. But this one, uh, you might like this. Yeah. This is the 30th annual World Championship Quartz Crystal Digging Championship. What the hell is that? It's literally digging for quartz crystals. Oh, okay. So you but go dig, to a mine, dig, dig a hole, like the dig castle. a hole, yeah. find quartz crystals. That's it. Yeah. That's an actual world championship, Rob. Well, what if it's a, a quartz crystal? Quartz crystal, like gems, basically. They, yeah. You know, crystals in the soil or, so you know, volcanic is, normally. Is the goal to get the most crystals? I or think so, or perhaps the even the hole. biggest. No, the biggest crystal. Yeah. I'm not sure about digging the biggest hole, because so, that would be the world hole digging championships. championships. Yeah. But how are you supposed to know where it is? Wow, that's... Yeah. Well, they take you to a mine. That helps. Yeah. So, um... The World Championship Quartz Crystal Dig takes place during the Quartz, Quills, and Crafts Festival. The QQC, that is. Yeah. Yeah, Did you know about that? acronym. Three days long, features three shows, Gem and Mineral Show, a quilt show, and an arts and crafts show. Um, it says, participants dig at their choice of participating mines. Mm. Twin Creek Crystal Mine and Sweet Surrender Crystal Mine. Over the course of two days, diggers get to keep all they find and submit their, submit their best point and cluster each day to compete for crystal adorned award plaques and over $2,200 in total prize money. Members of Gem and Mineral and Rock Hounding Clubs. You're a member of a rock, well, rock well, Hounding well, Club? Well, the quartz they find be worth a lot more than that? Well, probably. Well, you get well, to keep them, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, you keep them as well. You keep those, and you get if you get the biggest one, $2,200. sort of processing machine to cut it into shape or something like that. Yeah, you got to be. They got to be polished, don't they? Gotta yeah. Be po- cut, cut okay. and polished. That's where that comes sure. from. Yeah. Uh, so members of gem and mineral and rock hounding clubs can also compete against rival clubs for bragging rights and a chance to win a free entry to next year's event. Mm. So basically, you go to a mine in uh, Mount Ida, Arkansas, which is apparently Arkansas, the quartz crystal capital of the world. Okay, it is. Well, that's surprised we haven't been there, Rob, yeah. for this. Geology. Um, so that's if you if you can get on a plane now, you might get to Arkansas in time because it starts on Friday, finishes Saturday. It says uh, all amateur quartz crystal diggers are invited to enter. I have a feeling. I'm sorry to say, I, I might not make it. Well, we not, might not this weekend. It's on the agenda. The Everest is on at Randwick. I sort of want to watch that. It's got a pretty good field, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they I only... can probably make more money off that too. Well, that's true. Yeah, they only allow 200 diggers. Uh, in the competition. I'm surprised they even get 200 diggers. Oh, it's big, big... Uh, they, they must all be actual miners who know what they're doing. Like, well, I would have thought so. You if, can't uh, just turn up and think you're going to dig a hole and you're going to nail it. You've got to know what you're looking I mean, for, I, I, I like to back myself <laughs> as a have? hole digger. As a hole digger. Yeah, yeah. Or do you need, like, a jackhammer even? Oh, There could be ooh. equipment issues. No, because I think with a jackhammer, you're basically breaking stuff up. You have to be quite clear. It's like archaeology, Rob. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be quite gentle and, yeah. you know, you don't want to break crystals because obviously the bigger the better. And so, you make more money, so it's up to you to keep the biggest ones intact. But in regard to my criteria of minimal effort, and, yeah. and so, like, I don't want to do physical exertion. Yeah. I don't want to travel travel to the, just casually go to Arkansas. <laughs> and it's in a mine, so do I have to climb down lots of hills? I mean, you're not ticking a lot of boxes. Oh. Where, where's the pub? Oh, it's in the States. It's uh, Arkansas. Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah. Mount Ida, man. It's I've heard rocking. there's a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah, Mount Ida. It sounds like it's happening, doesn't it? Mount Ida, <laughs> Arkansas. Okay. 
Arkansas. Sweet surrender, Crystal Mine. You spend much time in Arkansas, Beefy? Uh, not, not too much uh, time in Isn't Arkansas. It's just flat and open. Not no, much going it's a on. bit uh, Arkansas. Little Rock, isn't it? That's Arkansas. Yeah. Um, no. Not really. You've got spent, no information on no. Arkansas, apart from this. Apart from the fact yeah. it's got the world quartz yeah. crystal. Is it possibly the only reason to go there? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Good. I agree with that. Well, a bit of promotion, tour promotion for. Uh, for Arkansas, there. Yeah, well that's it. Uh, Bill Clinton. That's uh, he's Little Rock, isn't he? There's a few famous people from is Little he? Rock. Yeah, Bill Clinton was from Little Rock. Is that the capital? I assume. I don't know if it's the capital. They well, they got weird capitals in the states of the of the actual states. Like wouldn't, wouldn't Tallahassee is the capital of Miami of Florida, not Miami or Tampa Bay or whatever. How big is the Little Rock? Wow, good question. Yeah, better ask Bill. Okay, <laughs> another one. Well, that's must... the second question I've asked. You don't have the answer for. Sorry about that. Yeah. I don't do politics. I do sports, Rob. I'm just not politics. Wonder if we could get a um, like a quartz crystal digging competition somewhere like Melton. What's going on in Melton? You say Mel- somewhere like that. Melton. Melton, yeah. What's going on out in Melton? Lately? Well, it's the hottest place on earth, isn't it? Why is that? Because it's Melton. <whistles> love it, love it. We get that in every week, by the way. Love that joke. It's a typical dad joke. Anyway, so if you want to be a world champion, you too could be the quartz digging crystal quartz crystal digging champion of the world. If you get to Mount Ida, Arkansas. Well, it definitely won't be me. Oh, what do we got, Nate? It's your favourite favorite bit of the show. Facts of life. Facts of life. Yes. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you got to go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life. Now, this facts that facts of life sting. Yeah, that's from a show that nobody's ever it's seen. You're the show. only person on earth that has ever seen that show. Well, that's incorrect. <laughs> it's an American show from the early mid '80s. Yeah, and it's a great show. It's about very progressive for the times. It was a foster kids. Yeah, and they're all coming together from different uh, racial backgrounds. Yeah, and they're coming and they're trying to find their way through life. Young women. If anyone could tell us adolescence. If this show made it to Australia, please message in because no one knows. Nobody it. knows this show. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Anyway, um, so apart from watching The Bachelorette and Survivor, Rob yeah. putting me through two hours of hell last night with Survivor. Yeah. Uh, do you know what you day it is? It. Come on. <laughs> do you know what day it is today? Wednesday. Yep, it's Pet Obesity Awareness Day. Oh. Yes, it is. There's a day for that. It wasn't there on is. the news. They didn't mention didn't it. it. I can't believe that. They didn't show a lot of fat Pet dogs. Obesity Awareness Day. Yep. They couldn't just chuck them in with people obesity. You know, no, that's right. Well. This is pet obesity. Yeah. Okay. They could have had a they daily double. It's that much of an issue. They <laughs> need to separate. Probably is in America. Yeah. <laughs> so it says, we humans spend a lot of time fretting over our own and one another's weight, mm. going to drastic measures to prevent or fight obesity. But what about our beloved pets? Sure. Believe it or not, animals suffer greatly as a result of obesity too. Not only does it drastically impact their general health, it also reduces their overall quality of life, often interfering with daily activities and the enjoyment of things like walking and playing ball. Mm-hmm. Well, what can I say? The I poor know. old uh, dogs and cats out there yep. just chowing down. Not too many hard. parrots out there playing ball, is there? What about fat parrots? So this is on here because this is a sports show and we're encouraging people yep. to get fit and stay healthy. Is that what we're doing? So, 100% so Robert Bryers. Take the dog for a run. Yep. Get out. Get active. 
if the dog's podgy, you probably are a bit too. Yeah. Yeah. Take it on the chin. Take it on the chin. <laughs> Fatties, get out there. Walk your dog. Walk your cat. Walk your squirrel. No squirrels in Australia. Mm. Uh, what do we have over here? Possums. Possums. Yeah. Yeah. Dead right. Dead right. Fat Great possums. Great radio. Great radio. So Pet Obesity Awareness Day, people. If you've got a fat pet, do something about it. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. What this, do you got on, Rob? Well, uh, this week? Yeah. Uh, races. Big punting. Oh, big punting. Yeah, big dollars coming in. Oh, nice. Yeah, because obviously it's not the sponsors aren't paying up. So no, not yet. Yeah. Talking yeah. to the sponsors, we have to thank Masita, the greatest sportswear in Australia. Any football team, Gaelic football, AFL, basketball, netball, whatever team, whatever sport you play, get in touch with Masita. They're the best sportswear in Australia. Rob, what a show this has been. It's absolutely flown by. 365 days of sport. Good evening. Hopefully. Hopefully it's been a good evening. <laughs> but we'll be back next Wednesday night. So this is our new slot, 11 till midnight, every Wednesday night on 1116 SEN. I thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed it. You're going to get more and more of this banter week in, week out. Have a great weekend.